Well, Coach, a week off seems like a, a lot longer than a week off, but explain the bye week because this is always a unique time. you got fall camp, you come off the summer training program, you have a little bit of time off, then you start fall camp, and then it is like a hurricane all the way through those first three games. Describe how you've turned the bye week into kind of a positive where we get to actually reboot. Right. We used the bye week. You know, We took advantage of that week for, for us to work on us, and that's really what we did is we took off Monday. Uh, we had a Shap Club golf tournament here, which is our big fundraiser for all of our athletics here at Westlake High School. That was on Monday, so that was a good chance for the coaches and obviously supporters of our of our uh, athletic programs to get out there and obviously spend some time together and raise money for an awesome cause. On Tuesday, we went right back to work at 5.30 in the morning, good long two-hour practice. Uh, that was probably our longest, hardest practice of the year, actually, was the, was the Tuesday coming off of the, bye, of the bye week. And my message was to them was, by the end of this week, we have to feel as if we've played four games and our legs are ready to play the fifth. That was emphasis. It was going to be a grind last week. We told them that. I said, I'll give you Monday off. We'll give you Friday off your legs. Those will be weight days. Those will be film days. But Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we're going to use that time to get better. And we went back to fundamentals, tackling, fundamental blocking, throwing and catching. We worked on those things all Westlake last week. We got the film trade about halfway through the week on a Wednesday afternoon. And then from there, we turn that in and we break it down and we try to dissect our opponent, obviously come up with the game plan, finalize the game plan. And then on Friday, we get to tell we got to tell our football team a little bit more about Lake Travis on Friday. We had the opportunity to go uh, scout some some games, not only Lake Travis, but some other opponents as well. We kind of broke up our football staff, so get a better idea of our opponents. We got some new ones coming in our district. Um, we don't really know what their style of play is yet, so it was good to always see them in person. Busy week. Even though it was off, there was work. I think that says a lot about our program. Our kids expect that. Our parents expect that. When we have opportunities to get better, we try to take, make the most of them. Coming off the Aikens game, obviously there's some things that could have gone differently there, but there's some things that you really found out about your football team, and that's what the whole take care of business mindset. You know, TCB, when you take care of your business as a starter, what it allows is not just for you to get your work in, but it also allows the other work that needs to be done. First two games of the season didn't really necessarily get that opportunity, but it, against Aikens, you got that opportunity to get a lot of guys a whole lot of playing time. To have that kind of depth opportunity is huge, even with a, with an opponent like Aikens. You got to see a lot of your football team. If we're fortunate and able to play 16 games, 17 weeks, there's going to be some guys that were twos and threes at one point in time be starters. And it is that depth that we're working on whenever our twos and threes get in a football game. If it be the end of the second quarter, if it's the whole second half, if it's just the fourth quarter, whatever it may be, we take advantage. We want to take advantage of those opportunities for those kids. Um, they put in the same amount of work as the guys that are the starters, obviously. Uh, and for those guys to get in and play, that's what this game's all about. We have goals, and we have to get better. We have standards. We have you know things that we're trying to achieve every single week on offense, defense, and special teams. And we don't ever want those to take a back seat to playing other people. Job number one is to reach these goals. That is our road, our roadmap for success. And so when our ones do get in the game early, they take care of business. It does allow those twos the opportunity to play for us to build up for those guys to get those meaningful reps. And then it makes us a better football team. The camaraderie and the energy that comes from that. And we talked about this in years past, but it's really the energy and excitement that your captains and your ones and even your twos, when they come out, how excited they get for the guys that run the attack team and how how much that energy level is still very much there. You know, people might leave during halftime. The sideline is so engaged, and that's what really jumps off the page. You know, in a, in a cavernous stadium like Burger, you notice when the sideline gets hyped when somebody makes a play, and that's what we saw numerous times. And I'll isolate one guy that just kind of jumped off the page for me, and I know others jumped off the page in film for y'all, but a guy like Jeff Jenkins 
outsized, outmatched, but comes up with five total tackles in one game and really really showed what he was made of. And, and that's out of a defensive back position where all he was doing was run support because Aikens didn't really throw the ball. Who are the other guys that kind of jumped off the film for you? Uh, I like our running backs. I think those guys did some good things. 36, Grady Bartlett had some good runs there in the second half. Um, you know, Heath McCree, when it comes to our special teams game, two returns for 85 yards. One was for a touchdown. The second one should have been for a touchdown. Got called back. If he has that second touchdown, he has over 100 yards returns and two touchdowns. And it's probably, you know, on some list as a special teams player of the week somewhere. He's continued to grow in our offense, grow on our football team. Obviously on defense, Jeffrey Jenkins uh, had an amazing game. It was fun to see him play. Peyton Luther. Uh, a lot of you guys might recognize that last name. His older brother, Sage, was a tremendous football player for us during his time here at Westlake. Uh, All-state football player playing at college uh, at Colgate in New York. Peyton is doing an outstanding job. He's learning on the fly. And uh, you can just see him taking, you know, small incremental steps every single day in practice, every single week after game film. So um, those are a handful of the players. I can go on and on. But I would say, you know, those running backs, I think Zach Benford-Wiggins had a good physical runner. It was good to see him. We've been carrying him up. It was good to see him have some production. He's a tough dude to tackle. You know, good things were happening all over the field. The story of the Lake Travis game has had a lot of history, obviously, since this rivalry kind of began when we saw the growth out at Lake Travis. And obviously, this is before your time, but, you know, I've been around long enough to be a part of that first one. But Coach Dodd said something last year, and he even hinted at it the year before. And even though Westlake and Lake Travis didn't play each other in 2020, the story was changing in your eight years as D.C. and now obviously your first year as head coach, how has that story changed from your perspective to what this game was in this field house to what it is now? When we first got here in 2014, I think there was multiple parties responsible, not just the players. I think probably, you know, don't want to throw shade on anybody else, but I'll just say that uh, at some point in time, people here allowed Lake Travis who moved up from 5A kind of in the side door without checking their ID. You know, I think that was a mistake, obviously. And that kind of goes into hand-in-hand with what we try to avoid now and how we try to obviously circumvent that is to make sure that every single week we respect the game of football enough that if you don't prepare, you can get beat. The narrative used to be all about Lake Travis, what Lake Travis has. What do they have at quarterback? What do they have at defensive line? What do they have at linebacker? They're so good this and that when we first got here. And none of it was about us. None of it was about Westlake. And I think uh, maybe the community maybe helped foster that belief a little bit more than obviously they're doing now. But now uh, the sentiment and the feeling around here is that it's one of mature growth in a program. It's one of understanding that it's the next game on the list. And whether this was game nine or game four, you're still going to get the same level of preparation from our kids. And I think that's where we're at right now. We're worried about about making sure that, you know, we prepare the right way, that we don't leave any, you know, stone unturned, that we continue to do things our way and our way of going and executing to that game plan of offense, defense, and special teams. That's what makes us successful, not what somebody else is doing. It's about what we're doing, and it's about how we get ready for that opportunity on Friday night against a good football team. And so I think that's the difference is, is we don't really care about what, what jersey is they're wearing. We don't care about who's on their football team. We care about what it is that we do, all right, against the opponent that we're going to play on Friday night. 
And to me, matchups are so big, especially to a program that has decided, for whatever reason, to kind of change things up a little bit and and do some things that might be a little strange. And, you know, from a football standpoint, you have to say, you know what, hats off. It's hard to change after you've been so successful for so long. But what we're seeing now is the attention on the defensive front. Guys like Jacob Henry, we knew were going to be there. Big, strong, tough dudes. Guys that, you know, Griffin Willis, they're going to be there. But it's the attention to detail up front. And he said something yesterday during three and out on, on Tuesday that where he said, look, right now, you know, we're, we're poking the bear a little bit. Can you dive a little deeper and what that means from a football standpoint, not just from an emotional standpoint? We try to find any edge that we possibly can with our kids every single week. We have to be the ultimate motivators, whether or not our kids are motivated or not. And obviously this game doesn't take much, much motivation, but rewind it, you know, back two weeks ago, there was some motivation that our coaching staff have to, has to muster up to get our kids ready to go into a game on a Thursday night against a somewhat sparsely, you know, filled stadium at uh, at Burger Center on a Thursday night against Aikens. Yes, that's our job. That's we understand that, and our seniors understand that. But now, when you get to a big game like this, that energy excitement is going to be there. The outside noise is going to be there. Now it's more about once again just putting on blinders, staying the course, worrying about what we're doing on first down, staying ahead. Of, you know, the chains on offense, and and obviously on defense of not giving up any big plays, and and it's kind of sticking to our script, our script for success, and. We've had the success against other championship caliber teams, so there's no reason we shouldn't expect that, obviously, this week. What do you see from Caden Leon as a defensive guy? You know, someone, obviously, that you have to game plan for who's a little bit different than the quarterbacks at Lake Travis that you've seen in the past. This is a different dynamic, but once again, not a dynamic that you haven't seen before, especially in the first couple of weeks of the season. Yeah, I mean, you see kind of early on in week one against uh, Martin that uh, – and they really relied on his legs there. They figured out that was kind of the X factor that uh, Martin was keying on uh, Nico Hamilton in the running game, and then they decided to start pulling the ball with the quarterback. So obviously he brings the dynamics with his legs as a runner. It's um, kind of like old school option football. You got to have somebody making sure you take the dive, and somebody making sure you take, in this case, the quarterback pull on all the different zone read games. That's a challenge. It's to making sure that everybody understands with every call you have who is responsible for each one of those. Obviously, anytime you cover, you know, people on the back end, that's an opportunity for him to decide to pull the ball down and run. I think those two areas of the game are probably his strength. You can see they made a concerted effort in the last couple of weeks to uh, continue to develop their passing game, mainly with shots down the field, big shots to Munderland. Every now and again, they'll put uh, number five in there on offense and try to get him the football, you know, in a big play action down the field. So, you know, they, they've got a plan. They've got, uh, obviously, some talented kids, but, uh, you know, so do we. And our kids understand that. Our kids no longer want to win at Westlake. They expect to win. And when you go back to the question you asked me about what's different now or, you know, versus then, I think that's probably, in a nutshell, what it is. It's um, our kids, kids expect to win that if we prepare every single Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, then the right way, the championship way that we know how to, okay, no disrespect to any opponent, not Lake Travis, not anybody who else is next, but our kids firmly believe that with proper preparation, we are going to have success. That's ingrained in our culture, and it's ingrained in our field house and our coaches and our kids, and that's what we, we think uh, it kind of gives us the edge going into every single week. Coaches, always thanks for the time and good luck. You got it. Thanks, Joe.